Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to be back with us again uh, online for our weekday feast. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Shall we worship this King? Malakati koto krusto prazali makara pasilete neno kusto majebre pekide rapai ankastala. We bless you, we praise you, we worship you. Hallelujah for your mercy, great King. So Rabalabaya, Father of mercies. God of all comfort, we worship you. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, 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 Lord. Mandrada Kasata Rabasta. Oh, he is Lord, he is Lord, he has risen from the dead, and he is Lord, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. You are Lord. You are Lord. You have risen from the dead, and you are Lord. Yes, my knee shall bow, and my tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, hallelujah. Ajamani kabarabalma, robo se papara fala drandele borosotoromondo, amajaba brakama zara makalda, leprozoro kure katara mikara zundoro goriendere basate remoshorokoldo, hallelujah. Naprazaparaka sarapalarante. Worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Roto presile pramagasala mahazande. Gramasta pranda balmara pravideste frezele borokoto. Nimbra samba kalta rafa vala vaya bakashala kranta. Alamashala mara krasta paravana bariande. Worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Trase repala pramakasara balma. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Zamastakapa zakarita kasta. Brazorokutere makatere mosokorinde baradia solotrolo. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Masha pramakasa malabramakasa ramanda. Holy Ghost, you're wonderful. Holy Ghost. Your winds blowing strong, blowing from heaven. Oh, 
blowing from heaven. We have decided to go all the way without God. Revival in the land, that's our goal. Thank you, Lord, soldiers in his army. We fight with heart and soul. Holy Ghost, you're wonderful. Holy Ghost, your wind's blowing strong, blowing from heaven. Holy Spirit, you're the one that came upon the Lord Jesus, we worship you. That faithful day, as he came out of the waters, you came upon him, Lord, and empowered him, and he went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, because you were with him. We worship you. We have you today. We have the same spirit. We worship you. Same spirit of faith. We worship you. The one who is in us today. The one who has empowered us today. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, worship you, Holy Spirit. Worship you, Holy Spirit. Worship you, Holy Spirit. Worship you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be the name of the living God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I believe you're beginning to see uh, more and more liberty in your life. Praise the Lord, especially nowadays that the unlock is being um, (laughs) operated. Praise God. But um, let's see if we can benefit as the days roll along. Let's turn our Bibles, first of all, to the book of Psalms, Psalms 119. It's a very rich psalm there, you know, so many verses, supposed to be the longest book in the Bible, and uh, tremendous, tremendous stuff. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The ninth verse says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. So I believe that it's very clear that it's the word that washes, that does a work, but it works from inside. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. Thank you, Lord. You notice here that it is by hiding the word in the heart that we are able to live that life for which we were brought to the planet. 
Thank you, Jesus. And that's just tremendous when you think about it. So there are people who uh, don't really use that power that's in the Word as though they are already saved and, you know, just pray and that's it. But in order to live that life, you need to be able to hide the Word in the heart. And that takes some effort. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear that psalm there, um, 119, maybe verse 10 and 9 and 11. Yavanastanu Yavadarinda Tana Nadate and Nushuchi Madikuluvanu, Nina Vakyavanu Kaikulu Vadarindale. Praise God. And then there's a Ninage Virodavagi Papa Madada Hagen and Nahudayadali Nina Vakyavanu Bachitidene. Praise God. It's a good thing to get involved like that, to see the word of God as a cleansing agent that keeps you Living in the will of God. The 19th chapter, you know, 119 and now 19. 19th chapter of Psalm says in the 11th verse, Moreover by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Hallelujah. Praise God. So um, there is... Tremendous reward, great reward, that which transcends just this life and goes into eternity, that's how come we can call it great reward. You know, it's not just earthly, but it goes into the eternal realms. So in the keeping of the word, thank God there is great reward and it's going to affect your eternal status also. Hallelujah. Notice the verse begins there with, By them thy servant is warned. Hallelujah. So there is a a, a dashboard in front of you with all of these meters and all of these lights, and we need to pay attention to them. Hallelujah. When you see that warning light, beep, 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 you have to check. And what is that that warns us? The Word of God. Verse 10 begins by saying, More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Hallelujah. Mm, There's plenty there. Nowadays there's so much fake honey and uh, mixtures of honey. People are looking for the real honey. If you notice, they are advertising the real organic genuine honey. (laughs) But thank God the word is sweet and is sweeter than honey, even in the honeycomb. Hallelujah. How many of you enjoy that blessedness of just reading the word, not because you're going to preach, not because you're going to teach or disciple somebody, but just enjoying the word there. Hallelujah. There's a sweet experience about it that is so blessed And then it brings with it also all of these benefits. The servant or the one who does the will of God, the ones that are his chosen, that's you and I. We are warned as we are just making it a pleasurable experience. The dashboard uh, with all the warning lights and, you know, all the meters will tell us, you know, hey, you need to check this and hey, you need to observe that. 
And then you keep the word like that, there is so much reward here and in the life to come. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amazing scripture. So let's maybe hear um, the 11th verse and then also the 10th in Canada. Nina Sevakano Avugalinda Echerisal Padu Atane Avugalano Kaikulu Adarali Doda Prati Falauntu Avu Bangara Kintalu Bahara Aparanji Gintalu Apexi Sataka Ugalu Jeni Gintalu Shodisida Jenu Tupa Kintalu Sihi Adavugalu Glory to God. Wonderful, wonderful. All these things are there, and you know, somebody said that. As a regret, this is supposed to be a preacher that, you know, they said, what is the maybe one thing that you regret? He said, uh, the fact that when I was, you know, listening and praying and studying, I was always looking for, you know, a message for somebody else. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, and if I heard something good, I said, hmm, that's a good message. Instead of saying, what can I gain from this myself and then enjoy that for yourself? Praise God. He was only thinking about how to have a message out of it for somebody else. And that was a deep regret for him. Praise God. So that is a preacher's problem, I guess. But um, we need to have a great time in the Word for ourselves. Praise God. And we need the warning. We need the cleansing. We need the ability of the Word uh, to receive profit here and also in the life to come. Praise God. There's uh, amazing, amazing stuff. But for all of that, we, we should also be available to hear. We should be able to listen. And we should be able to tune in. Hallelujah. It's amazing how people do not really listen um, so clearly. Listening is an art. Jesus said, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. I heard this. Um, I, I think it's really interesting. I think it's uh, Roosevelt, one of the presidents of the United States, and he used to um, speak a lot. And, you know, he was used to people listening to him and all of that. And so he just had this desire to know if they're really listening to him or they're just being, uh, you know, shaking their head and nodding in agreement and so on, you know. <laughs> yes, and three bags full, sir, and all of that, you know. So he wanted to know whether <laughs> it was really uh, being heard. So what he did was, at some function, with all these dignitaries and ambassadors, you know, he, he would shake their hand and tell them something like, I killed my mother-in-law. And the usual response was, oh, that's great, wonderful, 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 you know, and uh, wow, great job, Mr. President, you know, things like that, and <laughs> he, was, he was really saying, wow, this is amazing. As he went down the line, one final guest uh, from another nation, you know, an ambassador, he heard the same line, um, you know, uh, I just killed my mother-in-law, and he said, she had it coming, Mr. President. She had it coming. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> so, 
So it's really interesting. <laughs> People may not be listening. I mean, they just go through the motions, you know, and uh, say the necessary amens and hallelujahs, but they may not really be listening. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things. But this is how we hide the word in our heart through the ears through the eyes, by the observation of the word, by the listening to it, by giving voice to it, it comes into our heart and it gets hidden inside there. Amen? So uh, then the benefits begin to come out. Hallelujah. And then you have this great, great profit or reward. By the hearing of the word, there is faith and faith gives you rewards. Without faith, it is impossible to please God, for he that comes to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. So we must not, uh, you know, come close to blasphemy and saying there was no profit, there was no reward. The God that we are serving is a God of reward, a God of benefits, a God of profit, who doesn't want us just to profit here, but also to profit in the ever, forever realm. Hallelujah. He wants us to be so profited that we will bear and carry the benefit of profit forever. Hallelujah. So, he said, this is how you get it from the word of God. Praise God, praise God. Verse 12 continues, Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Hallelujah. Keep thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, my Redeemer. What a prayer. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there are all kinds of funny little things that can try to hang on to us and make us presume that everything is okay, that we, we cannot pay attention to the warnings and we do not notice things have changed. You know, uh, a great man of God said one time as he was praying and uh, waiting on the Lord and meditating, he said he happened to have this experience that he was looking through his spirit man and he found something that looked like an old shoe inside there. And uh, he was wondering, what is that? What is that, Lord? And the Lord uh, said to him, that is your religious tradition. Your religion, it seems. <laughs> he was shocked. Me? And he's, he is supposed to be you know, a man who has gone through a lot of freedom in the word of God and enjoyed great liberty and he was shocked find out there were things inside there that he had not noticed before. Praise God. So uh, in, your, in your depths, I would say rather, in the depths of your soul, in your deep imagination, in your thoughts, you may not have seen certain things, you know, maybe they have not changed, maybe they have not really moved out, and uh, you don't even know about it. How does a man deal with all of this? by taking heed to the word, by hiding it inside, and then the warnings and the adjustments will appear. Praise God. So um, let's take full advantage 
of the blessedness of enjoying the word of God. Hallelujah. Like honey, sweeter than honey. Praise God. Enjoy the meditation of it. And then, praise God, it affects us in every area. Glory to God. The words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, my redeemer. Hallelujah. Hmm. Let's see what we can um, read from verse 12 and 13 also in Kannada. Karvada Papagarinda Ninna Sevakan and Nudura Madu, Avu Nanan no Ada de Irali, Aganano Sampurna Nagidu Mahadro Hadinda Nirapara di Aguino Tana Tapugaranu Tiridukuruvanaru, Guptavada Papagarinda Nananu Nirmala Madu. You can see that this is a person who is not taking anything for granted. He wants to have a life and a soul and a you know, a, a, a personality that is free completely. Amen? See, we are all uh, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and we are saved, and we are sons of God, and all of that. But, you know, have we really changed in our ways? Have, have really uh, seen any difference in the depth of our thinking, uh, our meditation, what we think about? Has it really changed these things are what concern the author of this psalm. Hallelujah. He wanted to see that he had really changed uh, in his soul. His spirit as a born again person, your spirit is uh, perfect. I believe your spirit is perfect. Hallelujah. Um, it's interesting how many variants are there in the word of God. But I would just say keep the word inside Stay meditating in it and then if there has to be any change in your soul, in your imagination, in your deep thoughts, you will see the symbols and the warnings coming up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because there's great reward in all of this. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right. Having said that, let's proceed in the direction of Galatians which we had read last Sunday, uh, or rather the previous Sunday. Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse 1 says, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear this also in Canada. Before we proceed, Sahodarare, Obanu undu dosha dali sikidare, Antavananu, Atmika rada nivu, Satmika bavadin the Yatastana padisiri, Nina the Rosho the Nege Ulagaga dante, Nina Vishayadali, Echerike agiru. So there you see uh, the spiritual man is being talked about. The spiritual man is not someone who uh, cannot fall. <laughs> In fact, he is a person who is very aware of the possibility of falling and failing. And he's so aware of it that while he's helping others, he's thinking about himself, observing himself, lest he also fall in the same way. Praise God. Isn't that interesting? So uh, you never get to a place where <laughs> you're just going to have a free ride and you never fail. Praise God. 
It's just that you have become more and more aware of the possibility of failure. Glory to God. There are people just going along, you know, walking in whatever light they have. And that's great. But the more uh, you develop in the things of God, you are more and more aware of how it is possible to fall. And it is possible to fail just like anybody else. Very interesting. So don't be a person who says, I will never do that. You don't know. Hallelujah. You don't know what you may do and what you may not do. And that's why we have to depend on the Word of God for this uh, internal work that takes place in the depths of our soul so that things that we even presume, we just assume and then press forward to say, you know what, that will never happen to me, etc., etc., But this is in the case of a spiritual person. Notice, this is a spiritual person. Ye that are spiritual, hmm, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Hallelujah. So, it's a very delicate thing as you mature and grow. You You have been through a lot of situations and You have seen the depths of uh, what's out there in the world and the flesh. And you don't take it lightly. You are walking cautiously. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a very interesting thing. It's not that you reach a place where you never fall. But you are careful now that nothing uh, in that, what you are doing, trying to help others, will make you fall. Praise God. And so we are not comparing with with anybody else, but we are looking to see, oh, I wish I could help them. I believe I can, but God help me, I should not fail in the same way that they did. So I need to be careful and work with the Word. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so that attitude must be there uh, throughout our lives. And then as you mature, you will have the joy of knowing that you could help somebody else, but not with any attitude that you are so great. You could have fallen just like Adam. Did you know Adam was perfect? That Adam had the glory of God? That Jesus used to actually come to the garden and teach him and walk with him and spend time with that family? Jesus himself. With the glory of God, a perfect person. But guess what? He fell so badly that all of us are suffering for it. So you have to be careful. Praise God. Even if you have never sinned before, according to Adam's life, it is possible to be tempted. It is possible to fall, even though you were clothed with the glory of God to such an extent that you did not even notice that you were naked. That's a lot of glory. (laughs) And they were naked. In other words, they were only able to see the natural flesh afterwards. Praise God. To see like everybody else after the fall. Otherwise, they were constantly seeing only glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Everything lifted God up. Everything magnified God. Hallelujah. All right? You say, hmm, I wonder. Then came Jesus. Was he perfect? Yes. Did he have the glory of God? Yes. 
after the Spirit came upon him, guess what? He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Could he be tempted? Yes. That means there was a possibility to yield to the temptation. Yeah, otherwise it could not be a temptation. This is a perfect person with the glory of God, full of the word, and he's going to be tempted. So you and I, my brother, my sister, we definitely can be tempted with the same problems that others have that you are trying to help. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Think about that. Meditate upon it and think about this, that we have an old life with its memories still residing in us. Are you out there? Our spirit is new, but the old memories and the patterns of uh, the whole chain of reactions that take place uh, are very much there, except if you have gone after them and dealt with them. Something to think about. How much have you changed in your uh, thinking, in your behavior from the time you were 10 years old? And now maybe you are in your 20s and late 30s and 50s and so on. What's the main change? Can you see any real change? Praise God if there is. And if there isn't, thank God we know the recipe is to go hide the word in our deep thoughts. Praise God. And that is how we young men, because we're young, can cleanse our ways and be kept from presumptuous sins and secret things. Say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Very interesting. Notice the seventh verse. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Very interesting. To bring this up in the new covenant, bring it up to the church, means that these things are going to be going on, even in the church realm, even in the age of grace. God is going to be noticing, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. There's a positive and a negative side to all of that, isn't it? For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. He that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Glory to God. Hmm. So he's saying there that we should still be watching all these meters. Where did you sow? Where have you been meditating? In the flesh or in the spirit realm? Hallelujah. Where have you been spending your time? In the flesh or in the spirit? These things are going to produce harvests. Glory to God. And then he tells us, verse 9, Let us not be weary in well-doing. Why should you be weary in well-doing? I thought it was a good thing. Well, guess what? There's a part of you that doesn't want to do the good things. And he says, that is enough. Don't have to do more than that. You did enough good stuff. See, that's presumption. That's presuming that you have done enough. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. 
So there are all these mechanisms going on, even for the believer in the church age, in the age of grace, when you thought you were, you know, just so right. And thank God we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's wonderful and it's powerful. Wow. Nobody could have worked that out. But we can be weary in well-doing because there's a part of us that is not really into this well-doing business. And it would like us to say, hey, enough. And faint and quit and give up on doing the good thing. Hallelujah. But he encourages us, verse 10, as we have therefore opportunity, opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Wow. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. What do you think about this chapter? It's tremendous, isn't it? Hallelujah. It's just, uh, really quite something. So let's see if we can hear a little bit in Canada also there. Maybe um, verse 7 to 10. Mosa Hoga Bediri, Devaru Parihasya Madal Paduatanala, Yakandare Manushinutanu Enu Bituktano Adane Koyabeku. Tanna Sharira Dinda Bituvavanu Sharira Dinda Nashanavanu Koyuvanu, Adare Atman in the Bituvavanu Atman in the Nityajivavanu Koyuvanu. Uledanu Maduvadarali Besara Gulla de Iruna, Yakandare Navu Managunda Didere Taka Samayadali Koyuvu. Thank you, Jesus. There's an interesting verse that may be a little bit hard, but hey, if we don't study our Bibles now, try to see as much as we can every day, when will we? So there's this one in First Peter 4, I think it's famous for being a little strong. Verse 17. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall be the end? What shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hmm, interesting. Can we hear that also in Canada? Verse 17. Devara Maneli Prarambhavagataka Nyaya Tirpina Samayavu Bandade, Adu Modalu Namali Prarambhavadare Devara Suvartege Avide Radavara Antevu Enagiruvadu. Amen. So you can see that the, the church is not exempted from uh, being checked, being observed, being examined by the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. And uh, he's saying a lot there. That means the way he deals with us must have some measure in his dealing with the, the unsaved also. Amen? Praise God. Can you see that? There's some correlation between all of that. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at another verse like that in Romans, the third chapter. Romans chapter 3. Notice verse 5, but if our unrighteousness commend the righteousness of God, what shall we say? Is God unrighteous? Who takes vengeance? I speak as a man. God forbid. For then how shall God judge the world? 
Can you see that? If you see the subject, he's saying there um, how in verse 3, For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that you might be justified in your sayings and might overcome when you are judged. So it's about the judgment or the examination that God does. Hallelujah. And also what you may face out there. <laughs> In that context, he said, how can God judge the world if we don't know how righteous and how he does his things with the church? That God is true, that any man can be a liar compared to God. And so God is absolutely correct. And that's why we meditate on his word, because it is pure, it is correct. That's what centers our life in the right direction. And it's going to be based on that, that God will judge the world also. So the church has to understand that they are checking themselves, judging themselves, so that they are not judged. Hallelujah. Are you getting that? Let's see. Not a very easy thing to say out of those verses, but let's read verse 6 of Romans 3. Hage endigu helabaradu, devaru lokakke hege nyayatirisuvanu. Amen. So they were saying here that Paul's message was, uh, was not good, it was fake, it was not real, and it was an unrighteous message because he was saying that nobody is perfect that only God is perfect and the law is not going to make you perfect and all of your external works will not make you perfect. Only one person is perfect and his name is Jesus. That he has passed every examination and every test and he got 100%. And you and me with all of our work, we still failed miserably in the exams. But guess what? Jesus said you can use my mark sheet. <laughs> Woo, glory. He said, you can take my marks sheet. You can take my marks card. Just, your name is there. Once you are mine, your name is there. Just use it. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> that was the message that Paul was preaching, and they were saying, no, that is an unrighteous thing to talk. You cannot be right there. That's wrong. So he said, should we now say that I should continue in wrong so that God will be right? He was, you know, using thoughts and arguments. Of course, the answer is God is true and every man is a liar. That's all. In all of our dealings, we must know, let God be true. Let his word be true. So we are only doing things for the truth, not against the truth. We will only take sides with the word of God. We will not take sides with our own, you know, unregenerate thinking or our fleshly thinking or our worldly thinking. Say amen. God is perfect. Let him be true. Any other man be a liar. Praise God. You see, based on that, he's going to judge the world. Not because the world did this or that, but because he's right. Hallelujah. Because he's right, he's going to do things his way. Does he have the right to do things his way? Absolutely. Let God be right. Let God be true. 
Let God do what he has to do, and all of us need to adjust. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. And that's why he continues saying, as it is written in verse 10, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understand it, no. They all seek after their own, not anything out after God, etc., etc., etc. He quotes Psalms and Old Testament scriptures to prove that there is not one person who does right for the right reasons for God. That the only perfect person was Jesus. So those who are thinking that they would get to heaven by their own works, they're wasting their time is what he was saying. So this book is written to uh, believers, unbelievers, and people who are, in quote, moral, and people who have great morality, all of them, he's saying, forget it. There's only one righteousness. That's the one that comes for being in Christ Jesus, having his mark sheet. Say amen. So we appreciate that. We receive that. We accept that. But isn't there a work in our soul? Isn't there a work in our deep thoughts? Isn't there a work that is going to give us rewards And the rewards are so great that even the earth cannot hold them. It goes into eternity. Praise God. So that's what we are concerned about. Amen. Especially now because we're in the very last day. Say amen. So let's see what we can read out of that. Maybe uh, the third and the fourth verse there. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. Ripper. ಕೆಲವರು ನಂಬದಿದ್ದರೆ ಏನು ಅವರ ಅಪನಂಬಿಕೆಯು ದೇವರ ವಿಷಯವಾದ ನಂಬಿಕೆಯನ್ನು ನಿರರ್ಥಕ ಮಾಡುವುದು ಹಾಗೆ ಎಂದಿಗೂ ಆಗುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಹೌದು ಎಲ್ಲಾ ಮನುಷ್ಯರು ಸುಳ್ಳುಗಾರರಾದರೂ ದೇವರು ಸತ್ಯವಂತನೇ ಸರಿ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ನೀನು ನಿನ್ನ ಮಾತುಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ನೀತಿವಂತನೆಂದು ನಿರ್ಣಯಿಸಲ್ಪಡಬೇಕೆಂತಲೂ ನಿನಗೆ ತೀರ್ಪಾದಾಗ ನೀನು ಗೆಲ್ಲಬೇಕೆಂತಲೂ ಬರೆದದೆ ಹಾಗೆ ಎಂದಿಗೂ ಹೇಳಬಾರದು ದೇವರು ಲೋಕಕ್ಕೆ ಹೇಗೆ ನ್ಯಾಯ ತೀರಿಸುವನು ಸೊ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಪವರ್ಫುಲ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಟು ನೋ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಡೀಲಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಜಡ್ಜ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಹಾಲೆಲೂಯಾ ಹಿ ಇಸ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಜಡ್ಜ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹಿ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇಂಟ್ರೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಜಡ್ಜಿಂಗ್ ಅಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಥ್ರೂ ಜೀಸಸ್ ಗಾಡ್ ನೋಟಿಸ್ ಜಡ್ಜಸ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಜೀಸಸ್ ಜಡ್ಜಸ್ ದ ಚರ್ಚ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಜಡ್ಜಸ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಜೀಸಸ್ judges the church or examines uh, the church hallelujah so there is this proportional thing that we have to see that god teaches the church god um sends the message through the holy ghost the head of the church the lord jesus and we receive instruction and counsel and then we have rewards based on that we are careful about such things glory to god Let's jump off to Revelation chapter 20 uh, from the 10th verse. It says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Notice that that period of time is also for ever and ever. Hallelujah. This is a long time further on. Notice. because it says and verse 11 i saw a great white throne and him that sat on it 
from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. So after the devil is completely locked down forever and ever to be tormented in that place called the lake of fire, then comes this particular judgment with the white throne, God himself, the Father, God sitting on the throne, and everybody running away, those who were living on the earth. Notice that. Hmm. That's not the church, that's the world out there. Verse 12, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, before God. Notice, that also is talking about the white throne judgment. And the books were opened. Another book was opened. So there are many books there. You know, most of the world is going to be talking about what they did. So, God has a record of what they did in case they want to argue. Hallelujah, he's got it all recorded. And so the books will be open. And then there's another book called the Book of Life. Notice about that. And the dead were judged out of the things that were written in the books according to their works. So they're only bothered about works, basically. They don't know anything about the Book of Life. Because it is in Christ that you have life. And life everlasting. So that book is separate and it continues. 13. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. So you can see that there's a whole arrangement of um, judgment going on here. Even hell is going to release people. And uh, they're going to face Father God with the judgment. Verse 14, Death and hell were cast into the lake of fire from the holding place to the final place called the lake of fire. This is the second death. And thank God for verse 15, Whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So our case is different. Ours is in the book of life. Can you see that? Those that were in the book of life, they never ever go to the lake of fire or to hell. Praise God. They belong to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God planned for uh, all the earth to enjoy that benefit, but he has this powerful thing called freedom of choice, which he does not take from anybody, and each one has to choose for themselves. The world has to choose The believers have to choose. We all have this freedom. Isn't that interesting? Uh, Revelation 13 says in verse 8, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life, of the Lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. There's the pleasure and choice of being able to hear what you want to hear. So here you notice that the Lamb was slain in the mind of God before the foundation of the world, and those whose names are written in that book belong to the Lamb. Hallelujah. All the others are going to worship the beast and all of that evil that are, that's coming upon the earth in greater measure. But thank God our names are written in the Lamb's book of life, and God planned for every single person to be in that book and enjoy the remaining in that book. Hallelujah. That's why it says that their names were not found 
in that book. In other words, there's a checking. Is your name still there? Let's see. They get blotted out if they die without accepting Jesus. Hmm, very sad. God so loved the world. He's not willing that any should perish. There's one thing that he is not willing. He's not willing that any should perish. He's going to pursue them until, until that last moment. Praise God. He's going to pursue people. He's like that. That is his life. That is his person. That is his nature. Is to save. Is to go on valuing each person. The value of each person is amazing. Only God knows that value. And the more we get close to him, the more we understand that value. And according to his value system, the household of faith is more precious. Glory to God. Well, let's see. What can we read? Maybe we can hear um, Revelation. We were in 20, I believe. Let's just go there again. Glory to God. 20 and observe um, the last part of that. Verse 11. And maybe we could read all the way to 15. Praise God. Sister Kripa is very fast though. ಆಮೇಲೆ ಬೆಳ್ಳಗಿರುವ ಮಹಾಸಿಂಹಾಸನವನ್ನು ಅದರ ಮೇಲೆ ಕೂತಿದ್ದಾತನನ್ನು ನಾನು ಕಂಡೆನು ಆತನೆದುರಿನಿಂದ ಭೂಮ್ಯಾಕಾಶಗಳು ಓಡಿಹೋಗಿ ಅವುಗಳಿಗೆ ಸ್ಥಳವಿಲ್ಲದಂತಾಯಿತು ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ಸತ್ತವರಾದ ಚಿಕ್ಕವರು ದೊಡ್ಡವರು ದೇವರ ಮುಂದೆ ನಿಂತಿರುವುದನ್ನು ನಾನು ಕಂಡೆನು ಆಗ ಪುಸ್ತಕಗಳು ತೆರೆಯಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವು ಜೀವಗ್ರಂಥವೆಂಬ ಇನ್ನೊಂದು ಪುಸ್ತಕವು ತೆರೆಯಲ್ಪಟ್ಟಿತು ಆ ಪುಸ್ತಕಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಬರೆದ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ಅವರವರ ಕೃತ್ಯಗಳಿಗೆ ತಕ್ಕಂತೆ ಸತ್ತವರಿಗೆ ಸಮುದ್ರವು ತನ್ನೊಳಗಿದ್ದ ಸತ್ತವರನ್ನು ಒಪ್ಪಿಸಿತು ಮೃತ್ಯುವು ಪಾತಾಳವು ತಮ್ಮ ವಶದಲ್ಲಿದ್ದ ಸತ್ತವರನ್ನು ಒಪ್ಪಿಸಿದವು ಅವರಲ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಬ್ಬನಿಗೆ ಅವನವನ ಕೃತ್ಯಗಳ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನ್ಯಾಯ ತೀರ್ಪಾಯಿತು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಮೃತ್ಯುವು ನರಕವು ಬೆಂಕಿಯ ಕೆರೆಗೆ ದೊಬ್ಬಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವು ಇದೇ ಎರಡನೆಯ ಮರಣವು ಯಾವನ ಹೆಸರು ಜೀವಗ್ರಂಥದಲ್ಲಿ ಬರೆದದ್ದಾಗಿ ಕಾಣಲಿಲ್ಲವೋ ಅವನು ಬೆಂಕಿಯ ಕೆರೆಗೆ ದೊಬ್ಬಲ್ಪಟ್ಟನು Continuing in the book of life or uh, we are blotted out. Thank God that you and I are there still. Hallelujah. And he's able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his throne with exceeding joy. Hallelujah. We are not trusting in our own effort but in the great one who is able to keep us from falling and to present us there. Hallelujah. So we're not considering our works uh, as... What is keeping us? We are looking to Him. He is able to keep us from falling. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. So there is all of these thoughts that we have to get familiar with. You notice that this is part of the doctrine that the church is supposed to know and get familiar with and teach others and make disciples. All of these thoughts are core foundational truths which will keep us rooted, which will keep us, you know, in this day. Particularly now, uh, the storms are coming to unbelievers. 
the rain, the wind are coming to believers and the world just like everybody else. But those who have that foundation, guess what? After it's all over, they'll still be standing there. Hallelujah. That is the power of the wise choice. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. So we have a duty, as we've been reading, to examine and check these little signals that come up on the dashboard, (laughs) so to speak. Uh, In 2 Corinthians 13, we have this usually for communion. Notice the fifth verse. Examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. We read that for communion. That's the main examination. Praise God. Examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. You don't have to examine the lamb anymore. In the Old Testament, they would examine the lamb, spend hours and days looking at that lamb, whether the lamb was without a spot, without a blemish. But we know to the lamb is perfect, is the lamb of God, the Lord Jesus himself. Hallelujah. So the only examination is now ourselves. Examine yourself. Whether you be in the faith. That's the most important examination. Notice what concerns the church today is what they believe. Hallelujah. What you believe is paramount. If you believe, you're saved. If you don't believe, you're not saved. If you believe, you are in Christ. If you've accepted believing the word of God, Thank God you are in Him and He gave you His marks card, His mark sheet, which is 100%. Hallelujah. Nothing else will do. God does not rate based on any other performance. He wants 100%. Not 99, not 85%. You know, we used to say, let's just pass. Let's just get 35% and just pass. (laughs) But unfortunately, God is a perfect person. He is perfect and He enjoys perfection and that's what makes heaven heaven perfect perfect there's no failure there there's no sickness there there's no curse there there's no sin there there's nothing imperfect everything is perfect hallelujah and he gave us a perfect redemption a perfect hundred percent perfect work was done by jesus hallelujah in his death burial and resurrection a perfect redemption Perfectly paid for everything. And so he had to give us his own perfect mark sheet. It was all for us. I'll go write the exam and I'll give it to you. How do you like that? I like that brother. (laughs) How many of you have a brother like that? Amen. So today, um, there is a part we need to examine, which is, what do you believe? Do Do you still believe certain things? Do you believe you're washed? Do you believe you're cleansed? Do you believe everything is okay? What do you see on the dashboard? Examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. See, uh, people say, Pastor told me not to take communion, so I'm not taking communion. Well, I don't see much about that there, even though Paul did say, if somebody is an uh, a, a, a boozer, you know, an alcoholic and adulterer and so on, don't eat with such a person. He was talking about communion, you know, but the basic truth is that each one must be able to check for themselves. That is the mark that you are growing, that you can prove your own selves and know. Notice that. Know you not your own selves. 
how that Christ, Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. You have to be sure that you are saved. You have to be sure that Jesus is inside you. You, you need to check and see what you still believe. Do you st- Some people just change their belief systems as years go. There are people who were preachers, sad to say, who had amazing ministries, huge ministries that have abandoned all of that and have just gone off in a different direction. Like I said, the tendency and the thought to want to quit will come. You may even have quit in your mind, but the next day, just get back into operation. (laughs) Examine yourself and say, Lord, I'm sorry, I just wandered here and there in the midst of it all, but hallelujah, thank you for Jesus, thank you for the blood, I'm back in action. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So, notice, we consider ourselves, lest we also be tempted. You see? So there's a a possibility that each one of us, including the spiritual, who is supposed to help the other person, is going to be tempted, and he needs to be careful and watch himself, not with any pride, but with all the meek, powerful attitude of, Lord, I'm looking at you. I'm considering the word. Is everything okay on the inside of me? That's meekness. That's meekness. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice that uh, fifth verse. Let's hear it in Kannada and then we will look at it a little closely. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there are, you know, trials and tests and different words for each of these things. And, you know, it's uh, very, very interesting when you study 1 Corinthians chapter 10 about tests and trials and etc. We, we have spent some time there before, but I think we're going to start looking a little closely at these things. But in the fifth verse, that word there is uh, supposed to be, according to the Greek scholars, perazo. And if you have your uh, apps with helps in it, that's what will come up. And it has a couple of meanings there. He says there, uh, make trial of test for the purpose of ascertaining its quantity, uh, what it thinks, how it behaves itself in a good sense, in a bad sense, etc. One scholar actually said it involves three kinds of tests. One is a trial by fire. Very interesting thought. Second is a trial by questions. And third is a trial by yourself. You check yourself. Hallelujah. That's supposed to be all the meanings there. Praise God. So let's just go with the easiest one is when you try yourself. All the others involve some kind of pain. When there's a trial of faith, a trial by fire and all of that, you'll be happy when it's over. The easiest one is the self-examination. You try yourself. You check yourself properly. Amen? Isn't it better to just do the easy one? (laughs) Let's do the easy one. Let's examine ourselves, I mean, as quickly as we can, every day. You know, just like the psalmist said, are there any secret things in my life that are not in line with the will of God? Hallelujah. Let me hide myself in thee, one, 
And two, let your word be hidden in me, that I might not sin against you. Because in the keeping of these things, there is great reward. Reward here, hallelujah. Hmm. Just like godliness, it profits into this life and in the life to come. Praise God. Godliness and bodily exercise were compared in that verse earlier. You know, praise God. But notice, let us examine ourselves. Let's go off to 1 Corinthians, uh, the communion chapter, and observe there some things. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, a very interesting uh, line of scriptures, which you know, should never drop to the level of just being a uh, tradition. Never ever. It should be alive, fresh, every day that we are reading it. And Paul talks about how he received it by revelation. He was not with the others when they sat there and ate that meal with the Lord Jesus. Praise God. So by revelation, he understood some things. And he said in verse 26, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Oh, thank God that we are showing that the Lord has died till the day we see him face to face. Amen? In other words, once he is dead, you can receive the plan and the will, the kata, the benefits on the earth. Say amen. And then after that, when he comes, you don't have to do anything about it. That is now he's there, alive. He will execute everything else. Praise God. 27. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Is there some guilt there? Yes. So, settle it. But let a man examine himself. Hallelujah. That's how you settle it. Let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. Praise God. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh condemnation to himself. That's the word, not discerning the Lord's body, the body of Christ. Amen. The church, the individuals that are around you as believers. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep or die. Praise God. 31. If we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Are you getting that? Isn't that wonderful? So there is this thing that you can do privately, personally, over and over. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just check your own life constantly. Check the dashboard, your control panel, where you are driving your life. Check and see the, the symbols and signs uh, that come from God's word that are pointing you uh, in the right direction and saying, hey, you need your justice. Hey, you need, you need to drop that. You're sowing in the spirit here, but you're sowing in the flesh there. Why don't we get this thing together? Why don't we just come up with a good reward that will endure into eternity also? Hallelujah. Amen. So um, let's see if we can hear in Canada, 2 Corinthians 13, 5. I think we did that already. Now let's do 1 Corinthians 11. And um, we, we know 23, first of all. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's go off to 28. But let a man examine himself. Adare Ubbanu Tananu Parikshisikondavanagi Arutieli Takkondu Tinali Apatreli Kudieli. And then let's see thirty one. 
ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ನಾವೇ ವಿಚಾರಿಸಿಕೊಂಡರೆ ನ್ಯಾಯ ವಿಚಾರಣೆಗೊಳಗಾಗುವುದಿಲ್ಲ So you can see all these wonderful wonderful truths how God is a merciful God. Hallelujah. Isn't the mercy of God just awesome that he makes all these provisions because he knows once you cross over into that day where you sit before Jesus or stand before Jesus rather to be precise stand before hallelujah. Hmm there's a standing there first and then later on you may sit and lie and roll and enjoy yourself but there's going to be a standing first of all hallelujah so he he knows that once that day happens once you stand there that's it you can't change the results anymore what result the result of our soul our deep thoughts what we actually meditated on what we eventually spoke and then what we did hallelujah those things do not save us but they affect us eternally praise god so we have to be concerned about that and therefore you could say a wise guy is a guy who knows the future and judges himself now praise god he knows that day what is going to entail what is going to be like uh the gravity of that moment so what does he do he judges himself now so that he is not going to be in any way condemned hallelujah praise god that's a very interesting thought let's go off and see some more first 1 john 2 if we don't talk about this now when will we talk about it? hmm when we get to heaven no these are things that are going to prepare us for heaven hallelujah and prepare us for eternity hallelujah so we might as well look at them right now notice there in 1 john 2 1 john 2 which is written to the the church Hmm. notice how it says in verse 28 now little children abide in him that when he shall appear we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming isn't that interesting this is not talking to the world this is talking to the church oh, very very interesting he's saying that it's possible for a person to be embarrassed when the lord jesus appears hmm verse 21 says i have not written unto you because you know not the truth but because you know it and that no lie is in the truth so he's talking to people who know the truth and people who know the truth if they don't know this aspect of it could be ashamed at his coming that's not fun i'll read that in the amplified also and now little children abide live remain permanently in him so that when he is made visible we may have uh, and enjoy perfect confidence boldness assurance and not be ashamed and shrink from him at his coming glory to god i don't want to be ashamed i don't want to be like oops oh man this is not the right time shouldn't have come to the oh i'm not up to the mark we're going to heaven thank god and heaven is awesome but you know that examination feeling that man today i just didn't do it right and you some people commit suicide because of exams 
The world does that. And maybe we may have plotted that also when we were out there. It affected us so deeply, our whole persona and our value of ourselves because of that exam, that we were so depressed and so sad. Now that's just an earthly kind of picture. Can you imagine the one that you're going to bear forever? The results are going to be all over. Everything is going to be out there. Woo-wee! Hallelujah. A bit deep. We must be ready. Hallelujah. God have mercy on us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe we can hear um, 28, 1 John 2. Praise the Lord. I'll read another verse. 2 Corinthians and the 5th chapter. Our powerful scriptures on faith come out of there. Sometimes people omit that verse, but it's connected to faith. It's all about faith, so we examine and see if we are in the faith. And uh, verse 7 says, for we walk by faith. We regulate our lives, conduct ourselves by our conviction. That's the Amplified. We regulate and conduct ourselves by our conviction or belief, respecting man's relationship to God and divine things with trust and holy fervor. Thus we walk not by sight. Summarily, you can't go by your senses, you can't go by your feelings, you can't go by your emotions. We walk not by sight or appearance. That's how we walk, that's how we live, not by what we feel. Thank God. What is going to be judged eventually is our feelings, our emotions, our meditations. What was the makeup of our soul? Interesting. Verse 8. We have confident and hopeful courage and are pleased rather to be away from home, out of the body, and be at home with the Lord. That is our courage. That is our confidence. I prefer to be in heaven. Keep it like that. That is the right way. You're just a tourist. You're just a tourist. You're just passing through. You can't take the Taj Mahal with you. You can only take a snapshot, which is in your soul. And that's about it. You cannot have it. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going home. Say home. Ha, 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 ha. I'm going home. E.T. go home. E.T. go home. I go home. Verse 9. Therefore, whether we are at home or on earth... Away from him, or away from home and with him, we are constantly ambitious and strive earnestly to be pleasing to him. See, this is what drives us to be ambitiously, constantly striving earnestly to please him. Because we know I'm going home. And what matters is what I can take home my home remittance or my home savings, what appears before God in the spirit realm rather than the flesh. I want to be sowing in the spirit. I want to have an account with God that is spirit rather than flesh-based because the flesh-based is not going to do me any good forever. Hallelujah. Based on the senses, 
I am not going to get anything good. But if I stay with the word and the spirit and the things of the love of God, hmm, it's going to profit me. Hallelujah. Therefore, verse 9, praise God, whether we are at home or on earth, away from him or away from home and with him, we are constantly ambitious. See, this is the, uh, you know, striving of education. Notice they say, you must be ambitious. You must have a competitive spirit, etc., etc. They're trying to pep you into, you know, moving forward all the time. God is telling us, you have to be ambitious. You have to strive earnestly to be pleasing to Him. Because when you go home that day, when He appears, suddenly it will become so crystal clear that we will say, whoa, this is it. And every verse of the Bible will become so real to us that we will say, wow, I had it all the time. It was with me. Hallelujah. It was with me. It was all with me. Right there in my book. It's real. Hallelujah. And we will say, wow, it is true. Everything is like a vapor. My life is just over like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 10 now continues. For we must all appear. See how it connects in there? For we must all appear and be revealed as we are before the judgment seat of Christ. Not God the Father this time for the church. It is the judgment seat of Christ. So that each one may receive his pay. Wow, salary time has come. Amen. Payday has come. That each one may receive his pay. This is the kind of pay that you need. <laughs> this is the kind of pay that you keep forever. Isn't it good to know that your money is not going to run out? That it's going to stay forever? Now that is worth investing in. That you will have a pay that remains with you forever and ever. Salary, salarium, your salt, your actual worth. Hallelujah. Your pay. According to what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Considering what his purpose and motive have been. Motive is very powerful with God. He sees the heart. He is a God who sees the heart. And he works with the imagination and the thoughts of the heart. And if you get excited about him, delight yourself deep there, you get the desires of your heart. He sees the heart. Considering what his purpose and motive have been, what he has achieved, been busy with, Notice, given himself and his attention to accomplishing. That's a lot, isn't it? Attention, accomplishment, achieving, being busy with, motive, purpose. Wow, interesting. This is the only chance we have. Once we leave, it's examination time. Our payment is given to us. Forever, that's your pay. That's your status in heaven. That's your status Forever. Hallelujah. Leaven cautions us, therefore being conscious of fearing the Lord with respect. Not like you are scared of uh, death or scared of poison or, you know, rattlesnakes or whatever it is out there. This is respect. (laughs) 
and reverence. This is deep respect and reverence that everything bows before him. That respect. Lord, Lord, fearing the Lord with respect. Brother Anup was talking about Lord there, the Lordship. Amen. Being conscious of fearing the Lord with respect and reverence, we seek to win people over to persuade them. We are in the area of persuasion here. We are persuading unbelievers and believers. How many of you are trying to persuade? To be persuaded is to be a believer. I am fully persuaded. Are you fully persuaded? Remember, Abraham was fully persuaded. So we are here to help somebody's faith. We are here to persuade. What sort of persons we are is plainly recognized and thoroughly understood by God. God knew us before time began. He said, I know you very well. I know the baggage. I know your thoughts from far off. I know when you sit, when you stand, I know you. It was not news when God looked at you and said, I choose you, you're my son. However, ha ha ha, it was not a surprise like, oh, but you have this problem and that problem. Of course, he talks to the church in revelation like that. But I have something against you. He says, I have somewhat against you. Why? He that the Lord loves, he corrects. Are you ready to go there? Let's go there. So time is running out. I think we should dash down the Revelation, the third chapter. Mercy on us, Lord. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right, we're in Revelation there, in the third chapter. Let's see what we can do there today. Hmm. Plenty, plenty. It's nice to read these things. A little scary, but it helps. Thank you, Jesus. Notice verse 10. Because thou hast, notice, kept the word of my patience. Is it about the word? Yes. The word is very powerful. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. God will keep us out of all of that. Thank you, Jesus. Now notice, he says, Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, <laughs> that no man take thy crown. Mm. Have you ever thought about that? No man, take your crown. I think we're jumping a little further, but let's see if we can drop that in before we proceed. There is a possibility that the crown that was meant for you, somebody else gets it. Scary. This was for you, my son. Don't let anybody else take it. What does that mean? Not that people are struggling for your crowns, <laughs> see? But it is that you did not take it seriously, you took it lightly, and you just kind of like played around and did not give it the focus that was required before God, and so somebody else had to step in and do the job. God have mercy. Kind of scary, right? Hallelujah. 
So this is the problem. We have been called to do certain things. And it is just a, a basic theory out there that the most important things are the things that nobody cares about or even knows about. How many Christians know what is in this Bible? And they say they are Christians. Okay, then we get saved, then we go to church. And how many of us really know what we are supposed to do? How many of us know what is written that we should do? And then what is specific for our life that we should do? Who has even bothered to find out? A. Who has bothered to examine whether he's doing it? Test and see. Examine yourself and see. Am I doing the will of God? Am I doing the plan of God? Is that what I was created for? Is this why I'm here today? That's all the easy part. The hard part is the trouble coming from outside and then forcing you to think, I think I missed it. Where am I right now? What is going on? We are all going through problems. We are all going through trials. But for some, they look at it and say, have I sinned? Why do some people say that? Because Jonah said, this storm is because of me. Just throw me in the water, it will be alright. Remember that? Yeah. So sometimes our disobedience precipitates some problems and begins to affect others also. No man is an island, we are part of the body of Christ. And when one person is offended, everybody burns. Hallelujah. There's so much to think about. Man, there's so much to think about. Hallelujah. So if he corrects you, if you feel the dashboard lights coming on, it's just for us to have some profit that will go on into eternity. It's not because... He hates us. We are so used to um, the wrong side of correction that we say, he doesn't like me. He's always correcting me. Amen? But that's not how he is. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Let me go uh, a little more. We have a little more time. Do we have like a little more time? Let's just see if we can check this out and then close. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Ha, ha, ha. Glory. Let's see if we can. Thank you, Jesus. 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 How much mercy do we need? Oh, forgive us if we've messed up. Forgive us if we've gone off target, if we have just been here and there. All right, let's go to Second Timothy, the third chapter. Verse 1 says, This know that in the last days perilous times shall come. So here the storms and problems are not necessarily because of you, but because these are last days. So don't look at the corona and everything else there and say, What sin did I commit, Lord? No, this is the whole world. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. See that? For men shall be... Why did the problem come? Because men are lovers of their own selves. It's a kind of warning for, for the whole world. Men shall be lovers of their own self in the last days. Covetous, covetous, boasters, proud, 
blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers. It's all happening. False accusers. People are doing all kinds of stuff out there. They found some spyware in government and everybody's just playing games. I don't understand anymore. It's just going on. Incontinent, that means, you know, no self-control. Fierce, despisers of those that are good. Hating good, hating those that are good. Traitors, people are so treacherous, it even comes to the church. They're making traitorous plans, mutinous plans. No actual loyalties. It's coming. Heady, heady, high-minded. Lovers of pleasures, thank God he didn't stop there, more than lovers of God. And it ends in verse 5 from saying, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep in. They creep in, basically. It has a creeping tendency. It can just creep in, slowly creep into the house. Amen? Hallelujah. Notice, Is there something God is telling you to do that you're like, it's going to affect my pleasure. It's going to affect my my me time, my comfort, my enjoyment, so I can't do it. God knows you can enjoy, and he's given you all things to enjoy. But you have to value it and say, I'd rather do the will of God then just enjoy this thing, which tomorrow I will wonder if I even enjoyed it. You eat some awesome meal, sorry for the word awesome, some super meal, and then later on you're like, did I even eat that? (laughs) That's how temporal it is. So we have to weigh and value things of God much more than pleasure, much more than entertainment, much more than comfort, much more than convenience, You don't want to inconvenience yourself for anybody else except you. You don't want to have any inconvenience in your life for Jesus, for church, for it's just your comfort. There's something wrong with that. That's not okay. That's flesh. That's not going to profit eternally. There is something about taking his cross which is actually the will of God for his life. And now you have your cross, and I said his because it has to do with Jesus. You have to bear the word and the will of God for your life. I have to do it for my life, and I need to keep myself in examination mode, constantly, in correction mode, constantly, because he loves me and he wants to crown me. And he wants to crown you. And he wants you to stand there and say, I'm so glad I did the right thing. I'm so glad I stayed in line with your will and just loved you in spite of everything else. You won't regret it, my brother, my sister. I have to stop. Did you get something there today? Let's worship this great king. I, I think we may be looking at this some more. It's a large topic and it's powerful and gives us a purpose. It's the the reason for all of this. This is what makes it all come together. And we say, okay, this is why. This is the reason. Because there's a day 
of credit. There's a day of pay. There's a day of rewards that is going to be forever. Hallelujah. Let's worship this great king. Mano soprete, le monto, crisebede, fivravanda, le prosuto, empricis calambra, manzalanda, repolus, ariste provoc, piantel quisebro, etipacasante, crapaltala presti, Sombre, minto crulo, breque videbal, areducuro cusasta, sesemita casanta. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we ask your mercy upon each one of us. Mercy, mercy, mercy. To be able to have a true value system, to be able to have a true examination, a, a better examination than we were before, to examine ourselves today a little more closely than yesterday, than last year, to look so close on the inside of our thinking, our meditation. Let the meditation of our heart, the words of our lips, be acceptable unto you, O Lord, our strength. Metroloste, brabacalta, leporuconte, enembre, fiebre queste, zaprastaca santa. Help us to receive the word with meekness, the engrafted word which is going to save the soul, Hapratakaya. Our souls are going to be absolutely 100% saved, healed, restored, completely enjoying all, nothing missing, nothing broken. All the benefits of salvation applied to the soul. Mashataya, Repeteya, the end of our faith, the salvation of our soul. Reprelite ke prasa, mala sepralata kaya, librosko prepe bene demana. Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we thank you for mercy. We thank you for mercy. Holy Spirit, welcome, welcome afresh. Welcome, we welcome you. Yes, illuminate. Show us areas, show us whatever is required. We are open to your instruction, we are open to your correction, we are open. We give you ear, we give you weight, we give you value. We worship you. We want to be confident and not ashamed or embarrassed in any way when you appear. Ha ha ha, Matalena, Matalodor, Ebredis, Eprotocon, Amanste, Pletecresti, Pravamba, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus who paid for us, the Lamb of God. Oh, in Jesus' name. The only one who is perfect, who did it all and put it in our account. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're forever grateful. Thank you for this day. Ha, ha, ha. We receive from your mercy. We receive right now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hallelujah. We'll still be talking about these things, I believe. You are blessed. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Do it in the Spirit. Do it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we receive, we expect all our needs met according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Angels work with us. The earth yield for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You're blessed. Thank you, team.